Welcome back to Square Sports Lane Frank Podcast. I'm the host of this podcast, Lane Frank. We're in an episode number 31. Yes, we're 31 episodes through. We're talking about the NBA playoff races heating up, MLBs in full swing, NFL draft is one week away, and so much more. Stay tuned for Square Sports Lane Frank, episode number 31. Let's get into it. episode number 31 how we always do with our headlines in the nba first thing that i want to talk about in the nba is my new york knicks wow they've been playing amazing basketball as of late julius randall won eastern conference player of the week he ties career high against the mavericks if he made one of the last free throws in that game he missed one of two i think then he would have broke his career high but julius randall what a game what a game against the mavericks what a game against the pelicans he's been doing so well as late and so have the knicks knicks Six-game winning streak. They were doing so well. My New York Knicks, so happy. Finally, back into that. They might not even have to make the plan, right? The season ends today. No, they wouldn't have to play in the plan. And I think if they get the five seed and Atlanta stays at the four seed, they could beat Atlanta in the playoff series. They could sweep Atlanta in a playoff series. I really do think that. The Hawks, they're not a true four seed. They're the four seed right now, but they're not the fourth best team in the Eastern Conference. They're not better than the Knicks. They're not better than the Celtics. They're not better than those teams. So I'm excited for my New York Knicks. They definitely have second-round potential this year. Let's talk about Steph Curry. Okay, give Steph Curry MVP, okay? He's been the most valuable player, we could say, maybe tied for all time. And if this team did have Steph Curry, they would be a bottom two team in the NBA, bottom five team in the NBA. So they were last season, one year after LeBron left. That team was terrible. LeBron led that team to the finals one year after he left. They were a bomb 10 team in the NBA, okay? Steph Curry has been so valuable to this team this year. He's been so valuable. I read a stat that he's hit more threes last week than, like, almost half of the NBA teams, like the Kings, a bunch of other teams. That is insane. That is insane. Steph Curry is going off as elite. He went off against the Celtics. He went off against the Sixers. He went off against the Thunder. Oh, my goodness. Give him MVP. Give Steph Curry MVP. He's doing so well, so well this season. But I want to talk about the Phoenix Suns. Now, they're underappreciated finals contenders. They are. People don't realize they're the second best team in the Western Conference, record-wise at least. Oh, my goodness. This Suns team is so good. They beat the Bucks on maybe a questionable late foul call, but still, Chris Paul compliments Devin Booker's game so well. He does. Oh, my goodness. This Suns team is so much fun to watch. One of my favorite teams in the NBA to watch. Maybe my second favorite team to watch in the NBA behind my New York Knicks. I love watching the Suns this season. They're doing really well. They deserve more credit. Devin Booker deserves more credit. Chris Paul deserves way more credit than he gets. Both were All-Stars this year, but still. Wow. Suns doing so well as of late. They are. So we're to the NFL where Alex Smith retired. And, you know, it's expected. I mean, he had 17 surgeries, a terrible leg injury, and came back and led a team to the playoffs. The playoffs. What a comeback. They should name Comeback Player of the Year award after Alex Smith. They should be called the... Alex Smith, Comeback Player of the Year award. It should be, and it probably will be. But what a career for Alex Smith. Former number one overall pick over Aaron Rodgers. But, wow. Alex Smith, what a career. What a career. Alex Smith has retired. But let's move to the MLB where there's a lot of news. A lot of news. As we all know, the MLB season started up back again. And it's in full swing. Dodgers are doing so well, as expected. My Mets are picking things up. But you know who's not? The New York Yankees. What is going on with the Yankees, everybody? What is going on? They're 5 and 10. They're not even tied for the worst record in the AL. They are the worst record. They had the worst record in the AL. They're the worst team in the American League. What is going on? You have two superstars, Aaron Judge 
Giancarlo Stanton. You should win more than five games, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Is this Aaron Boone's fault? Is it Brian Cashman's fault? Is it the trainer's fault for everybody who's getting hurt? What is going wrong with the Yankees, everybody? What is going wrong? Wow. That's about it for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. top five and today's top five is my top five teams in MLB update last time we did it was before opening day but obviously now we get a feel of who's gonna be good this year who's gonna make the playoffs obviously not the Yankees they're not gonna be great this year maybe they can make the playoffs a wild card team but they're not gonna win the World Series this year they're not so here's my update list of my top five teams in the MLB let's get into it number five the Boston Red Sox everybody Alex Verdugo Christian Vacas this team is good Chris Sale comes back Oh my goodness. This team is doing really, really well to start the season. Fifth best team in the MLB. I'm not fully sold. This is a young team, so I'm not fully sold. Not yet. Not yet. But maybe around July, you know, that's where we really start to get a few of the teams. All that. Maybe around then I can be fully sold. Maybe I can say they can make ALCS. That's this team's ceiling. ALCS. Their floor is probably third in the AL East. Something like that. But the Red Sox doing really, really well. To start the season, fifth best team in the MLB so far. Number four, the Los Angeles Angels. Is this their year? It might be everybody. It might be Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. Wow, that's only two names you have to say. Angels doing so well to start the season, so well. So much fun to watch. The Angels, fourth best team in the MLB, in my opinion, the Los Angeles Angels. Number three, the San Diego Padres. Yes, their record doesn't tell it that they're the third best team. But they are, okay? They played a really, really tough series against the Dodgers. Crazy Mookie Betts catch in Game 2. That crazy game in Game 1 where it went to the 12th inning. And the Dodgers exploded in the 12th inning. But, and then that last game where they won. But Padres looking so good. Maybe not on paper. But they're looking good when you watch them this year. They are. The third best team in the MLB. This team can make the NLCS. It could be a Dodgers, Padres, NLCS. I'm not kidding. Number 2. My New York Mets, everybody. The Mets. They started off slow. They lost to the Phillies. They got Jacob DeGrom no run support against the Marlins. But guess what? They're doing so well now. They won a doubleheader against the Phillies. They swept the Phillies in that second series at home. Then they went to Colorado. Won a doubleheader game. The first one. Then they went the next day. Won that game. Mets are doing so well as of late. Mark Stroman pitching well. Jacob DeGrom pitching out of his mind. Give this man Cy Young already. I'm so happy that my New York Mets are doing well. No debate about it. This team is the second best team in MLB. I think they might even be the second best team in MLB by record. They might be. But the best team in MLB, and I hate to say it, I really do. The best team in the MLB is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Everybody, Trevor Bauer, Clayton Kershaw, Cody Bellinger, who's hurt right now, Mookie Betts, Justin Turner, everybody in that lineup, every pitcher on that team, every player on that team for that matter. They are the reason they're going to win the championship this year. This is the best team in MLB by far. They might be the best MLB team we've seen in the past 10 years. I'm not kidding. Dodgers, so good this year. So good. They could potentially break the win record. They could. I could see this team getting 120 wins, something crazy like that. Dodgers are so good this year. So good. So awesome to watch. The best team in MLB by far. No debate about the reigning champions of the best team in MLB so far. That's about for my updated top five teams in MLB. Leave your top five teams in MLB in the comments.
MVP LVP. This week's MVP is obvious, Steph Curry. He might win MVP of the whole entire NBA, the league. Might be the best player this season, Steph Curry. Going off so far, what a stretch he's had these past few weeks. Steph Curry having an outstanding season, carrying this team. Probably to the play-in tournament, probably to the playoffs. They could face off against the Jazz when the Jazz are the one seed and they could be the eight seed, and you never know. Steph Curry having such a good season this year. What a week he had. MVP this episode, Steph Curry. LVP, the New York Yankees. Giancarlo Stan's batting like 160. Garrett Cole's not really doing that well. Remember the hype of the offseason for the Yankees is they're going to win the World Series now because, you know, they've got, they've got all these new pitchers. They signed Corey Kluber, everybody. Those guys are doing terrible. Corey Kluber is not doing well at all. This Yankees team, I'm not a Yankees fan anyway, but this team is not doing well in any aspect at all. I mean, just not. Aaron Judge, not really doing that well. Gene Carl Stanton, doing terrible. I mean, looking back on it, maybe the Marlins won that trade to get Gene Carl Stanton. I mean, they literally made the playoffs last year. The Marlins. This Yankees team is not good at all. I'm actually going to say that they lost that trade for Gene Carl Stanton. It really hasn't ever been healthy for them. I mean, he's missed like two full seasons already, pretty much. Gene Carl Stanton never really stays healthy. Not really doing that well this year. The Yankees at all this year. One of the worst teams in the MLB. The worst team in the AL by record. But that's bad for MVP LVP this week. Now, did you know? Today's did you know is did you know back in 1980, Philadelphia's NHL team, NBA team, NFL team, MLB team, they all made the championship in their respective leagues. But only the Phillies won the championship that year of all these teams. Still, that's the first time and the only time a city has had their NHL team, NFL team, NBA team, and MLB team all make the championship in their respective leagues. Did you know that? Leave that in the comment section. Now, you know I've done so many mock drafts, done so many big boards. Here's a new one. My top five favorite players in this year's draft class. Number five, Kyle Pitts. I love Kyle Pitts' game. I do. I think Pat Fryermuth, though, good tight end. If you don't know who Pat Fryermuth is, he was hurt most of this season, but he's the second best tight end in this class. Kyle Pitts, though. If Pat Fryermuth was in last year's class, probably would have been the best tight end. But Kyle Pitts is a generational talent. So awesome to watch. So awesome to watch. The first game of the season against Ole Miss. Kyle Trask. Through him. He had four touchdowns in that game as a tight end. As a tight end. He wasn't healthy the whole season, but if he was, I'm actually going to throw this out there. He was the best player in college football last year. He was. All right, Devontae Smith, I know you were amazing. I know. But Kyle Pitts, when healthy, was the most dominant. He was the best. He didn't deserve the Heisman because he wasn't healthy all season, but he didn't play enough games. Kyle Pitts was the best player in college football last year. And you can't debate me on that. You can't. The best player in college football last year was Cal Pitts, and he is my fifth favorite player in this year's draft class. Number four, Trey Lance. I love him. I love watching him play. 42 touchdowns, zero interceptions last year, 28 passing, 14 rushing. This kid's good. Trey Lance is amazing. Yes, it's against FCS. It is. Still, Trey Lance, so good. So awesome to watch. My fourth favorite player in this year's NFL draft class. I say he's better than Zach Wilson last episode, and I'm sticking by that opinion. 
My fourth favorite player this year's NFL draft class. Number three, Devontae Smith. Yeah, I know I just said Devontae Smith, that Cal Pitts was better than Devontae Smith last year when healthy. But Devontae Smith, that national championship game, all those other games against Florida, SEC championship game, so many games. The LSU game, man, Devontae Smith, so electric. I really hope my Giants take him at 11 if still available, which he probably will be, actually. I'm excited to watch Devontae Smith in the NFL. He's going to be good. He may even be better than Jamar Chase, maybe. But Devontae Smith, my third favorite player in this year's NFL draft class. Number two, Quiddy Pay. You're saying, Quiddy Pay? Defensive lineman? Well, yeah. My favorite team is Michigan. I'm wearing a Michigan hoodie. But Quiddy Pay, my second favorite player in this year's NFL draft class. I remember Quiddy Pay, the start of the season, the first game of the season against Minnesota. I was watching that game. The defense was going off. He wasn't really. It was kind of quiet, getting off to a quiet start. Then the third quarter. Three straight plays. You know what he did on those three straight plays? He had three straight sacks. He did. Quiddy Pay is going to be the best defensive lineman in this draft class. He's the best defensive lineman in this draft class. He's better than Jalen Phillips. He's better than Greg Rousseau. He's better than all those guys. He is Quiddy Pay, my second favorite player in this year's NFL draft class. He is number one. The best quarterback since Peyton Manning. My favorite player in this year's draft class. Trevor Lawrence, everybody. Wow. So good. Generational talent. The Jacksonville Jaguars, you're getting a good one. They're going to take him. It's already like confirmed. Didn't he say on Twitter, hope to be part of your community soon? Then it leaked that they gave him their playbook. Just uh, get ready for the upcoming season. Yeah, they're taking Trevor Lawrence. And he's going to be an all-pro. He's going to be a Super Bowl winner. He might even be the GOAT when it's all said and done, Trevor Lawrence. Such an amazing talent. Such an amazing player. He won't disappoint in the NFL. He won't. Trevor Lawrence, my favorite player in this year's NFL draft. Who are your five favorite players in this year's NFL draft? Leave that in the comment section. That's mine. Now, around the bases, everybody. The MOB season in full swing. And I want to talk about the Atlanta Braves first. Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna Jr. deserves MVP this year. He does. You want to know why? Because he has the most hits in the MLB so far this season, and he's the most home runs. He has seven home runs and, like, 27 hits. Ronald Acuna going off so far. He is really, really good. The Braves need to start getting clicking. Freddie Friedman won MVP last year. I forgot that. I mean, Freddie Friedman, such a good season last year. Most people don't know that because last year, MLB season was a little bit wacky, some things like that, only 60 games. But Freddie Friedman won MVP last year. He's starting to heat up. Ozzy Albies. Starting to heat up. Mike Soroka's going to come back soon. But I am so excited to watch the Braves-Mets rivalry this year. It's going to be awesome. I mean, it's going to they you know, get to play so far, but the Mets right now, top of that division, my favorite team. They are. But the Braves creeping up. Really, really doing well so far. The Braves, obviously, they blew a 3-1 lead in the NLCS last year. Maybe if they get through and lead in the NLCS this year, maybe they can hold on to it and make the World Series. We'll just have to wait and see. Let's move to my New York Mets, where most people don't know. Brandon Nimmo has the best batting average in the MLB right now. The MLB, not the NL, not the AL. The MLB, not the Mets. Brandon Nimmo, going solo. Most people don't even know who Brandon Nimmo is. Center fielder. Really, really good player. Second longest on-base streak in the MLB right now. Really, really doing well. Brandon Nimmo, one of my favorite players on my New York Mets team. He is. Jacob DeGrom's leading the MLB in ERA. Just doing so well so far. My New York Mets, they are. Let's merge the Los Angeles Dodgers where just, you know, 
they come off a hard series against the Padres where it proves that they are so good. Just They can hold on to leads. This is a really, really good team, okay? They are a really, really good team, the Dodgers. A great team. I'm going to throw a hot take out there. This team won't have one four-game losing streak at all this year. Not one. Maybe not even a three-game losing streak this year. They won't have one three-game losing streak at all this year. 162 games, they're not going to lose three in a row, in my opinion. They're not. This team is so good. So good. One of the best teams I've seen in my lifetime so far. Really, really good. The Los Angeles Dodgers. They are. Now, what I wanted to say earlier in the episode on top five teams in the MLB was an honorable mention. My honorable mention would have been the San Francisco Giants. They're 10-6 so far. This team's doing really, really well. Gabe Kapler is their manager. Former Phillies manager. Gabe Kapler. He's got this team rolling. Most underappreciated team. Maybe this season. Really, really doing well. The Giants so far. Got an awesome stadium. Got an awesome team. I like watching the Giants. I do. I think they're going to be playoff contenders. I think they actually will make the playoffs. But that's about for Around the Bases this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, the spotlight team this week is the Utah Jazz. Now I want to throw a hot take out there. When the season is over and done this year, when it is, when the Brooklyn Nets win the finals, I think we're all going to be saying at the end of the year, the Utah Jazz didn't accomplish a thing. Because they're going to be the one seed they are. But I don't think they can get past the second round. I do not. There's a chance they don't even get past the first round if they meet the Warriors in the first round. I really don't. Here's a list of teams I think that could beat them in a playoff series. You're not going to beat the Suns in the playoff series. That's just proven you've already lost to them a couple times this year. Suns, maybe the best team in the Western Conference right now. You're not going to beat the Clippers. You're just not. You're not going to beat Kawhi Leonard, Patrick Beverly, Reggie Jackson, Rajon Rondo, Paul George. You're not going to beat them in the playoff series. You're just not. No matter if Donovan Mitchell's healthy or not, you're not going to beat the Nuggets, who beat you last year. You're not going to beat the Nuggets even without Jamal Murray. They just signed Austin Rivers to a 10-day. If he can stay on that 10-day, then maybe they signed like a multi-year contract and he can be their point guard for the rest of the season. You're not going to beat them, okay? This team's Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, Nikola Jokic, Will Barton. That's all I have to say. The Lakers, there is no possible way you're going to beat the Lakers in a playoff series. No possible way. When AD comes back, when the LeBron comes back, you have a 0% chance, and you have a 100% chance to get swept. And if you run to the Warriors, and the Warriors are an 8 seed, it's debatable. They could lose them. They really could. I really don't think this Jazz team is good. Okay, you can debate me. You can say, oh, they have the best record in the NBA. Okay, they've gone like, they got like swept by the Wizards this year, the, one of the worst teams in the NBA, the Washington Wizards. Jazz, really not a good team this year, okay? I don't care what their record is on paper. I don't think Joe Ingles can match up well with LeBron. I don't think Joe Ingles can match up well with Michael Porter. I don't think Joe Ingles can match up well with Paul George. I really don't. I really don't see this team getting past the second round. That's pretty much big hot take. I don't think the Jazz are going to accomplish one thing this year. And if they don't make it past the first round, this team's got to do a rebuild. Maybe not a rebuild fully, but something around Donald Mitchell. Maybe you got to trade Rudy Gobert. Maybe you got to do something like that. Mike Conley's a free agent this summer. Old Mike Conley. Good player. Good player. But not not even that close. Maybe you go after a free agent point guard and you let Mike Conley walk. You don't get past the first round, which I really think there's a chance you don't. I don't think you get past the second round the Jazz this year. I'm sorry, Quinn Snyder. I'm sorry, Mike Conley. I'm sorry, Rudy Gobert. I'm sorry, Donovan Mitchell. 
I don't see you guys getting past the second round. I really don't. I think all these teams can beat you in a playoff series. I think the Lakers have a 100% chance to sweep you. And I think the Nuggets have a chance to sweep you. I think the Clippers can sweep you. I think, yeah. That's about it for Jazz Spotlight this week. That's the team I spotlight on this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, at the buzzer. Today's at the buzzer is, I want to throw out a hot take. I think there's a good chance. I think there right now is a 90% chance. And this actually is my finals pick right now. I think we're going to have a Brooklyn Phoenix finals. I do. You're going to say, the Suns? Devin Booker is so young. He's in his sixth year in the NBA. Okay. He's a veteran. Okay. Chris Paul, proven veteran. Jay Crowder, proven veteran. This team is good. Really, really good. You got a solid backup point guard in Cameron Payne. Yeah, Cam Johnson. I love this Suns team. And I think they can make the finals. I really do think they could beat the Lakers. I really do. It's going to be tough. It'll probably have to go to a Game 7. But if they can get to a Game 7, they might win that game. And they're going to advance to the finals. And obviously, I think Brooklyn, I've said it most of the year now, that they're going to make the finals and they're going to win the championship. But this would be so awesome. A Brooklyn-Phoenix finals. And I think it's going to happen, actually. That's my pick. The Suns are going to make the finals, everybody. You can debate me on it. You can swipe off this episode. But the Suns are going to make the finals, everybody. Call me crazy. They are. Devin Booker. Chris Paul. This team's good. Who's going to guard Chris Paul on the Lakers? Who's going to match up well with him at point guard? Who's going to match up well Devin Booker? Contavious Caldwell-Pope? Alex Cruz is going to match up well with Chris Paul, you're trying to say to me? No, no, no. Yeah. If... Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder can play good defense on LeBron and AD. This team's win the championship. You don't have to worry about Andre Drummond. He's not going to drop 30 boards and 30 points. He's just not. He's going to drop like 8 points and 12 boards maybe, which is, you know, Andre Drummond. Not doing great so far in his Lakers stint. He really isn't. I think the Suns are going to make the finals. I really do. That's about I forgot the buzz this week. I think it's going to be a Brooklyn Phoenix Files. Leave in the comment section who your Files pick is. That's mine. Best for last question today. Today's question today is, who is the best wide receiver in this year's draft class? Is it Jamar Chase? Is it Jalen Waddle? Is it Devontae Smith? Is it somebody else? Could it be Rashad Bateman, Terrace Marshall? Who could it be? That's a question today. Leave that in the comment section. Who is the best wide receiver in this draft class? Your opinion. Leave that in the comment section. My pick is Jamar Chase. Second would be Devontae Smith. Barely over Jalen Waldo. I said a few months ago, right after that crazy national championship game, where everyone was sold on Devontae Smith. He's, he's going to go number two overall to the Jets. I said he was the third best wide receiver in this class. He's the second now, in my opinion. But more people are hopping on the Jamar Chase train, saying he's the best wide receiver in this draft class. That's question day. Who do you think is the best wide receiver in the draft class? Leave that in the comment section. That's bad for Squirt Sports, Lane Frank, episode number 31. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to follow Squirt Sports on Instagram at Squirt Sports. Don't forget to follow Squirt Sports on Twitter at Squirt Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and view for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week with episode number 32.